0: Fearless. Chase. Bold. Following.
1: Courageous. Search. I'm
0: Aaron. And I'm Marshall. And this is undaunted pursuit. All right, and we are live.
1: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Hour of Power with Marshall and Aaron.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. yeah. It, it's always something with this technology junk.
1: I love technology. It's my best friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's completely Said unreliable. So, wait, well, hey, guys, if you just joined us, right? Yeah. If you're just joining us, guys, thanks for listening to Undaunted Pursuit podcast welcome back
1: welcome back y'all
0: oh all right what a day what a day it just won't stop raining and uh yeah so yeah
1: we got a little bit of a sprinkle here today not much just a light little sprinkle
0: yeah yeah well you know it's mixed precipitation here it's you know snow sleet rain whatever it wants to do um so yeah yeah (laughs) Gotta love it. Oh, so Marshall, we had a kind of a, a milestone for us here at Undaunted Pursuit. We sent out our first, our very first Bible today. So that, that is worth celebrating. Yeah. I agree. That's fantastic. And it went out so, to another. No that being said,
1: one of my younger brothers.
0: Mm hmm. Yep. Good stuff. But, yep, that's still. That's still important. That being said, I want to remind everybody listening that if you need a Bible, email us at mail at undauntedpursuit.com and, uh, or get in touch with us on any of the social medias. Get, uh, send us a private message, and we will get one sent to you guys. So just a little little thing there for you. Did I lose you? Nope. I was writing something down. Oh, oh, you're trying to remember that uh, email address. (laughs) You're darn right. (laughs) Uh, We've been, I I did uh, editing that last podcast. I did realize that we haven't even been directing people to our website, but that's okay. Because uh, we, I spent the other day working on the new website. So hopefully that'll be live soon. So, it doesn't really matter. Cause it'll have it'll link everybody to everywhere they want to be if as long as they go to our website. So, well, that'll be
1: oh, live yeah. soon.
0: Well, if you notice, yeah. well, I shaved my beard down. Why'd you do that sort of thing?
1: Well, I just wanted to change. You know, I wanted to see something different, and I'm kind of regretting it. I want to grow it back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it's a little easier for you to grow it out than me. I actually have to keep what I got to try and uh, keep filling it out. Like it takes so long to even just get to this little point that I've got. So, you know,
1: nothing wrong with that.
0: I could use some, I could use some beard growth oil.
1: Yeah, I agree. And it would be nice if we had some beard oil, but you know, I guess nobody wants to give us some beard oil.
0: <laughs> I know it <laughs> yeah if if you do if you, anybody listening if you do want to send any goodies mm-hmm. our way we will gladly take those message us on uh, again anywhere, and uh we'll we'll get you that address to either one of us so yeah, absolutely, oh man, I can't get enough of this. I got um Ashley made sweet tea last night mm-hmm. you know it, it, here in the north in the Pacific Northwest, you got to call it sweet tea. It's not just regular tea. If you go to the store, you ask, or if you go to a restaurant and you ask for tea, they're going to give you unsweet tea. Well, Ugh. there, there's nothing, there's nothing, uh, real tea is sweet tea. Unsweet tea is not real tea without without sugar. Yep.
1: It's really annoying when you go to a restaurant and I'll say, can I get some sweet tea? And they said, we don't serve sweet tea. I'm like, you're in the South. What do you mean don't oh, serve sweet tea? This is the South. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you yeah. people? <laughs> yeah. Well, and
0: so the the other day, let me tell you this real quick. We we went to uh, we went to a concert, and I'll get into that here in a minute. But we uh, on our way there, we stopped at a McDonald's. It's like uh, you know, like the only place here that you can get uh, sweet tea because of, because. You just can. Um, I order a sweet tea because I want sweet tea. And what do I get? I get an Arnold Palmer. I get tea <laughs> and lemonade. Man, not that that's a bad thing, but it's definitely not sweet tea. No,
1: it's it's like tea trying to be sweet tea by adding something else to it. But it's not sweet tea. It's fake sweet tea. <laughs> fake sweet it's tea. That's be. right. It's It's fake. It's a wannabe. So don't give me that
0: stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You you can what's a, what's that saying? You can put the southern man up north, but you can't take the south out of the <laughs> out of the man. <laughs> that works for me.
1: It's true. Yeah. <laughs> once you once you're a southern guy, you just you just can't you can't get rid of it. It's there. It's always there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so I mentioned this concert that I went to, and let me tell you it was uh we went to winter jam twenty twenty three in Spokane. I'm sure any of you guys listening that follow us on the social media saw all the posts it was it was just straight up awesome it's a it's a Christian concert with a bunch of Christian bands. We got to meet disciple, which uh oh yeah, we've been talking to them, hopefully they will be on here in the very near future, of course, as you can imagine them being as big as they are, they, uh, are busy. (laughs) (laughs) They're just coming off of a, we got to give them a little, yeah, we got to give them a little grace because they've, they're just coming off of something. What did they say up the concert? Um, Oh man, they, they traveled across the country, uh, 39 different concerts and they're, they're just coming off of that. So yeah, I understand where they're coming from. They want a break, but hopefully pretty soon they'll be on (laughs) looking forward to that, but it's gotta be in the evening. It's gotta be in the evening. (laughs) I I don't, I don't know what it'll be. I, you know, I kind of let those guys do their own thing. I, you know, I don't know. Nope. Nope. Let me tell you though. Um, meeting. meeting them uh they're just some really cool down-to-earth dudes yeah yep but uh let's see who else was there we saw jerry jeremy camp and uh we the kingdom uh the the guest the speaker the main speaker of the of the event was awesome it was just if you if you ever have a chance to go to a winter jam it it was it was well worth it and to see we had Oh, I'm I'm estimating here. Like I'm guessing here. But 10,000 people or better. To see that type wow. of turnout at a Christian concert, that that's a that's amazing nonetheless. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And so but yeah, anyway, anything new in your world, Marshall?
1: Um not too much going on around here. Just been uh batching it up the past week my wife's been out of town uh doing some house sitting for her parents while they're on a nice little cruise so i've just been working and chilling and doing my own thing she'll be back next week looking forward to that kind of miss her right now so uh, that'll be good uh but nothing exciting over here
0: yeah well there's a whole lot of exciting that i you know don't really want to go into um but yeah you know we can that'll that'll come there's you know of course a lot of stuff happening with with this podcast and yeah we got some good news but we just can't get into it on the air <laughs> uh, all in due time all in you're due familiar time. though we can share oh yeah but you see the, the <laughs> we listeners can keep that coming
1: back if they want to hear the good stuff
0: yeah exactly i i have to put these little teasers out there but i mean because there's some there's some exciting stuff coming up um all in all and uh So yeah, you will see it's, it's all in God's timing and what he, uh, what his plan is. And, um, so yeah, Mm -hmm. stay tuned if you want to find out what we're teasing. I don't know how long it'll take us to get there, but, um, (laughs) that just means you have to listen to every episode to see if I ever come out and say it.
1: (laughs) That's true. You never know. You don't know the time or the day when Aaron may say it. Just like you don't know well, when the Lord's yeah, coming back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> That's true. Uh, oh man, I tell you what, though, I, I have to be honest. I have to be real honest with you, Marshall. I am. I'm exhausted today for some reason. Maybe it's the overcast weather or whatever. I don't know. But man, I'm just I'm drowsy today.
1: Man, I feel it. You. you know, I'm, I'm drowsy a lot of days, and I feel like oftentimes after I eat dinner. Is it just me or do you do the same thing? After I eat dinner, dude, yeah. I get tired. I fall asleep in my recliner every time. My wife hates it because we're watching a TV show and I'm out. I'm gone. I'm zonked. Yeah. Is it just me or do you do the same thing?
0: <laughs> well, it just depends. Uh, you know, I I can, it's either if I'm watching TV or uh, I, I can do that after, if I start reading a book after dinner or something, then yeah, I will probably start just kind of zoning and and just like I'll, I'll be sitting there reading and and trying to keep my eyes open <laughs> i i like reading the book that i've been reading but it's just <laughs> you know you're just so relaxed and and warm and yeah but uh here lately we've been it's been pretty easy to keep going
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: yeah i don't know but hey after- after this, uh, after tonight's podcast, we got to go. Uh, my boss is out of town, so we got to go check his cows again. And so I've been doing that for him. and mm. I was telling him. A, a, yeah, no,
1: go ahead. You had a calf today, huh? Right? Had a calf today?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's the funny part about that is um, if you've, you know, we've talked about this before, my experience with cows are not um, desirable. And. I I just don't, you can't trust a cow. You just can't. And so here I am talking on the phone with my boss. And was I was telling him, I was like, Hey, uh, you had a calf, uh, last night. And he's like, Oh, great. Is it standing? Yeah, it's standing there. All the while I'm talking on the phone, they, these cows, uh, you know, mama cow, uh, standing there looking like they just want to eat me or run me over. I don't know which, but either way. If I was to step foot past that gate, I, they would, they look like they just want to kill me. I'm not scared of cows, but, and I'm not, I'm not scared to punch a cow, but I'm afraid to break my hand if I punch. Their heart, their heads are hard.
1: Hey, hey guys. So I was thinking about it today. To I was, I was going, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was thinking about it today as I was going over there this afternoon. I was like, uh, I was thinking, I was like, all right, if I got to go in there and dry that, dry that thing off, um, and that thing charges me, where would I punch it that I wouldn't like just flat break my hand? And, uh, I was like, well, I'll just sock that sucker right in the nose. I just, I'll just pop him one right in the nose. Pop.
1: That's probably the most sensitive spot. I guess you can I would do it. it. That'll get not attention. It reminds me. I, uh, I used to work with a guy several years ago. Uh, he, uh, he was not a country guy by any means. And he calls me one day and we're out changing meters out in the country. And he goes, Hey Marshall. I'm like, yeah, what's up? He goes, man, I'm out here in the country, dude. And man, there's this, there's this pole that's surrounded by cows, man. I can't get to it, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, I ain't getting to these cows. I'm not doing it. I'm not getting near these cows. And I said, they're not going to hurt you. They're just cows. I said, they're more scared of you than you are of them. He would not, I had to go out there and help him change that meteor. It was the funniest thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, I grew unless, up around cows they and horses you. and stuff when I was then, a kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, I don't know. It, um, that's going to be the title. That, that's, that'll be the title of tonight's episode <laughs> is sometimes you just got to punch a cow. <laughs> <laughs> punching cows.
1: And, let's see. Punching cows and... What's something else that rhymes with that punching cows and and something? We gotta come up with something. That, that'll be good.
0: Some here it is, here it is, here it is. Sometimes you just have to sometimes you just have to lather yourself down in beard oil and punch a cow. Yeah, that's a good
1: time. <laughs> beard oil and punching cows. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> no, you know, either that or uh just, cause you know, because I couldn't just full on Mongo that sucker.
1: Now that sucker would mongo you. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, the cat's a big animal, comedy. you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you know. All right. Well, for the sake... Yeah. For the sake of time, let's break into this. Luke chapter 11, huh? Get her done. As you yawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. So, yeah, you want to finish this just as... <clears throat> Just as fast, huh? <laughs> so you can go Luke sleep. Chapter
1: eleven. Hit the shower and hit the bed.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Um, we we'll probably try and move through this. This is a, this is actually a sizable chapter, to be honest with you, Marshall.
1: It is. I know. I read through
0: it twice. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so where we start off here in chapter eleven, it, it, Jesus had been praying, and the disciples are sitting there and they're listening to Jesus pray. They say after after Jesus gets, they wait obviously to for him to uh, get done praying, and they they like they like the way he prays with authority, and his his prayers reflect that relationship between him and the Father. So obviously, they the the disciples ask him a question how do we pray teach us how to pray and he says when you pray uh you pray like this and he says father hallowed be my, be thy name be you. well all right so we've all grown up if you've grown up in the church <laughs> it's hard because my Bible reads uh, I'll read it verbatim <laughs> and then and then we can say it the way we we we've learned how to say it you know but it says uh father hallowed be your name your kingdom come give us each day your our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves also forgive everyone who is indebted to us, which is who has uh, offended or wronged us, and lead us not into temptation, and then means but rescue us from evil. Now to go on and say where I had initially screwed up is, uh, Father, hallowed be thy name, your kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven give us each day our daily bread and so on, you know, yeah. it's the same, it, it's the same. So what, what he's doing here, Marshall, is he's breaking down the, you know, we can break down this prayer. It's a simple little prayer, but it, it teaches us so much on how to, and you, and you don't have to, we've been over this in, in a uh, other podcasts, but um, it, it he, what Jesus is trying to show you is how to, if I'm saying this right, how to pray how to structure your prayer you want to mm-hmm. you want to thank you want to recognize that god the father is supreme over all hallowed be your name you know that's that's uh of course putting his name above all names okay yeah your kingdom come and of course mine doesn't add that in on earth as it is in heaven you know his authority in heaven is not questioned. It's not, it's perfect. It is, uh, so your kingdom come to earth. Let us live like that on earth. Let us, um, glorify you in our lives, just as it is in heaven. Yeah. You see how this, you see how this, there's so much you can take out of just a simple prayer. And it's not saying that you have to, Jesus is not saying that you have to say this verbatim that you have to, um, that this is the only way to pray. But when you pray, include this stuff in it, include the, the context of this prayer in your prayers. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Uh, I thank you for being in my life. Thank you for, um, the blessings you bestow on me and, and all that, you know, be with me, continue to show me the right way that that's how that would translate into our lives now, you know, or just, and then.
1: Yeah. That's something um, I heard a long time ago in, a, in, in the church, I don't know which church it was, uh, but a church I attended at some point, a pastor was talking about this, uh, kind of how to pray and the way in, in which you should pray. And um, it essentially was like that. And so now to this day, when I pray, I try my best to always thank God first Mm -hmm. for the many blessings he's bestowed upon me and thank him for my family. And just just everything, all the blessings in my life. And then I'll go into my, you know, requests or whatever. And then at the end of it, I ask for forgiveness for whatever it is I've been struggling with or what I did or whatever it may be. Uh, And that's just kind of how I do my prayer because I I agree. I think it's important to most importantly, thank God for everything. Uh, And then You know, I, I think, you know, Mm -hmm. we should, you know, yeah, it's okay to ask God for stuff, but uh, you know, it's like, thank him, thank him for everything he's done for you and doing for you. And then, you know, maybe, you know, ask him for whatever it is that you may need in your life. But, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, because it it does, you know, but the God's word does tell us to also make our prayers known to uh, approach God with, um, you know, make our prayers intentional. We can. He he makes it clear that we can ask for, uh, we can make certain requests. Not that he will answer them in a way that we're going to, uh, that we want. But he's going to answer them in a way that's according to his will. And so, it, you know, and another thing that this that this simple prayer symbolizes is that you don't have to use. You don't have to press. You don't have to impress God with, uh uh, big words and, uh, just, you don't have to make it very wordy. It, your prayers can be simple.
1: Absolutely. I think it's important to talk to God like you're like, like, like Aaron and I are having a conversation here or like you're talking to a friend or a family member or whoever. Um, you know, be real, be personable with God, just like he is with you. Uh, I think that's important to just be very upfront and honest in your prayers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it goes on, give us each day our daily bread. How would you normally, you know, to me, of course, that that makes a lot of sense. Now we've recognized recognized God as being uh, over our lives. We've uh, asked him to continue to bless us, to continue to take care of us uh, on a spiritual level. Now we're asking him to provide for us daily. I've got a. It uses it gives us each day our daily bread. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I've got a little explanation. It's for for eleven three, and it says God's provision is daily, not all at once. We cannot store it up and then cut off communication with God, and we dare not be self satisfied. Mm-hmm. If you are running low on strength, ask yourself, how long have I been away from the source? The source being God. So if you're running low on whatever it may be that you're needing, you're asking God for, well, how, how long have you been away from God? You know, have you not been spending time in his word and, and, and time in prayer every day and stuff. And that's why you're feeling weak and feeling down and feeling sad and feeling whatever it may be that you're going, that, that, whatever, whatever feeling you're having. That's, that's what I take from that. Mm-hmm. Cause that source of strength is God. I
0: like that. I was just thinking, was you were talking there that, um, it's, it was easy for me to kind of skip over that, you know, your kingdom come and then your will be done, it, which I, I kind of wished it was in my translation, because that portion of it is we should be asking, and, and we maybe we did, but my mind is so far ahead of the, I, I'm, I was going down to think about what we were going to discuss next there, but um, let me just go ahead and uh, say it again, that we should be praying for god's will in our life for him to uh, not not no. what we want it's a have your way have your way in my life have you lead me and uh what is going to glorify you that's a, that's what we should wake up each and every day is god what is your will in my life and help me to glorify you today and this is that should be a daily prayer it can be something it, just as simple as lord What's your will in my life today? And what can I do for you? How can we uh, be a good ambassador for you today?
1: You know, oftentimes that—that that is my prayer. I mean, almost every time I pray, and not every time, but oftentimes that's what I pray, for God's will to be done in my life and for him to lead me and to guide me throughout each and every day. And sometimes I take it down from my life to today. Let's just focus on today. Let's not worry about tomorrow, like he says and his word. Don't worry about tomorrow. Let's just focus mm-hmm. on today. So God, how can I serve you today? How can I be of service? And sometimes I'll say, how can I be a soldier for you today, God? What can I do to serve you, to please you, to glorify you today? And I'll pray that over my wife. And usually I pray when I'm driving to work in the morning. That's my 20 minute time of driving to just pray with God for maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, two minutes, however long it may be. But that's my time. And, uh, and then listen to some good Christian music mm-hmm. <laughs> the rest of the way.
0: Right, and from there, Marshall, we'll transition into forgiving Lord, forgive us of our sins, for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's we're we're asking him, of course we we owe it to you know we have to we do have to ask for forgiveness whether we uh whether we do subconsciously or not, and you know because we we are a sinful creature, so Forgive us of our sins. Forgive us where we wronged you. Forgive us where we fail you, Lord. Um, And then let's, as a Christian, let's pass that along. Let's forgive those who have wronged us as well. Yep, absolutely.
1: This is is something interesting here. I'm not going to read everything that explains it, but it goes along with with what you're saying. And these are just questions. It says, think of some people who have wronged you. Have you forgiven them? how will God deal with you if he treats you as you treat others I thought that was pretty good
0: yeah so lead us not into temptation that's not suggesting the fact that that God leads us into temptation literally okay it's not that it's not that he's uh he, he's not gonna tempt men or you know humans to to do evil it what it what it is a prayer for is to be rescued from that that evil that yeah. uh that
1: temptation
0: um that temptation that we face each and every day, so it, you know i I looked it up here, if we truly pray, lead us not into temptation, it will be lived out in several ways what it will it, what it'll mean is we'll never boast in our own strength, we'll never desire trials, we'll never go into temptation, and never lead others into that temp, in, into temptation mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. And so, and it's not, he's going to, he, he does allow us to, uh, go through trials. Like we've been through long before on the, uh, you know, in other episodes, he, he does allow those trials to happen, but he's not, he, he's not, he, he's going to give you a way out.
1: Absolutely. When you're going through those trials, but I think what matters is how do you handle it? And who do you lean on when you're going through that?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> yep. Yep. So there we go. That's that's a basic breakdown of uh, of the prayer that he that he's teaching the disciples. And then he's going to go into uh, a parable. And then that's coming out of uh, verse five of chapter 11. He says to them, uh, suppose one of you has a friend and uh, goes to him at midnight and says, friend, lend me three loaves of bread for a friend of mine who is on a journey has just come to visit me and I have nothing to serve him. And from the inside, he answers, "Do not bother me. The door has already been shut, and my children and I are in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything." Back in those times, it would have been probably a one-room, a, a one-room house, and the family would all mm-hmm. sleep uh, elevated up off the ground in this one room, and then the animals were inside. Um, so, for this guy to get up and uh, answer the door would have obviously uh, woken up the house and, you know, would have bothered everybody within that household. So, um, that's where we're going here. Verse eight, I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything just because he is a friend yet, because of his persistence and boldness, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So the, the friend coming to look for these loaves, he's, he's persistent. He's persistent, persistently asking, OK, mm-hmm. it took he he's using he's using this this boldness to to persistently ask for what he needs. And we're going to get where it, it what this parable is leading up to is what is the lesson that Jesus is going to teach us in the coming verses here. So
1: yeah, that persistence in prayer helps us recognize God's work. Persistent.
0: Yeah. And uh, persistence, prayer, boldness, be bold about it because in verse 9 he says i say to you ask and keep on i love this verse ask and keep on asking and it will be given to you seek and keep on seeking and you will find knock and keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you it's not many times <laughs> many times do we feel like we're asking we're asking god for too much or we're we, we We keep asking, thinking that uh thinking that we're going to be a bother to God, but that's that's what God wants us to do. God wants us to rest in Him. He wants us to keep asking him because that that shows that go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say, God wants us to keep coming to him, just like if if, you, if somebody is listening like Aaron, if you have children, they come to you. And they ask questions all the time. And sometimes it's the same question multiple Mm -hmm. times. Well, that's what God wants. God wants us to come like children because we are his children to him and just keep asking and keep asking and keep asking because he loves us that much. I think, you know, God loves us being so close and so like he wants us to desire him more than anything else.
0: I totally agree. Because he says, he goes on to say in verse ten that for everyone who keeps on asking persistently receives, and he who keeps on seeking persistently finds, and to him who keeps on knocking persistently, the door will be opened. Now we're not saying that he's some he's some magical uh, genie that'll grant you every wish, but what he wants you to do is to come at him with a with an open heart, with a genuine heart. And be asking for, you know, be asking with full faith and trust in him that he will answer that prayer to his good and faithful and perfect will.
1: Mm-hmm. 100%. So
0: then he says, he goes into another, uh, I suppose, analogy in verse 11. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead of a fish? You're going to, you're going to give your son, if your son's asking you for something good, are you going to give him something bad? No. You know, or I already asked for I an love, egg, will give him a scorpion. I, I, I love his
1: sense of humor in a way. I mean, it's almost like sarcasm. It's like, hello. you know. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I love the way Jesus teaches.
0: Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's so, um. He he does add a little bit of humor in that. It it's like because it, it's so it, it's a no-brainer's is what he's he's doing, he's <laughs> he's talking about here. So if you then, being evil, that is sinful by nature, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father? We we forget that God is our heavenly father, he is you think mm-hmm. about your father. And that's why he made this analogy, is because God is our Father, and we, and like you said, Marshall, we should come to Him as children. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask and continue to ask Him? That if you've ever felt, if you've ever felt the Holy Spirit working in your life, it, it is it's an amazing feeling and why why wouldn't you want to continually ask for that feeling cuz it is so um, at times you know the the holy spirit coming to you or uh, speaking to you he it's it's overwhelming at times it's uh, um, it feels it feels so good it's it's completely unexplainable
1: oh my goodness you, you you're 100% correct i mean i've i've uh, i can recall one time in my life when the holy spirit spoke to me and, uh, I was driving down the road, listening to Christian music, and I just felt the need to turn that music down. And as soon as I turned that music down, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, stop fighting me. And I responded verbally out loud, do what? <laughs> and The Holy Spirit said, stop fighting me. Well, at that time I was going through a divorce mm-hmm. and I was fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting, trying to save that marriage, but God had other plans, uh, for me, for her, for whatever and, um, uh, but like you said, Aaron, it was the most amazing experience I've ever had in my life because I felt so, I was speechless, but I felt just so at peace and so overwhelmed mm-hmm. at the same time. I was just like, what is going on? You know, like what, I had a lot of questions at the time because I didn't understand why God was saying that to me. Uh, but it, yeah, it was, it was amazing.
0: it It's so amazing. And you know, I listened to a podcast recently, uh, w- within the past month or so that, um, they were talking about how they pretty much, they pretty much were saying, does the Holy Spirit speak to you? Does, All right, let me get this right. Does the Holy Spirit speak to you nowadays? Does, uh, does he, um, and yeah, you know, oh, sorry, I, I kind of, I, I didn't know where I was going with, uh, with the, when I paused there, but, um, they kind of made it sound as if they the Holy Spirit doesn't speak to you nowadays. The only way that he does speak to you is through God's Word that being true, yes, but I do completely completely disagree because how do you explain uh those overwhelming feelings that we were talking about, Marshall, or how do you explain just all of a sudden getting incredibly emotional those the goosebumps the um uh the anxiety the, you know that overwhelming feeling that heavy weight that just and then all of a sudden you're carrying around this heavy weight and all of a sudden it's lifted and you've uh, you've experienced this this uh feeling that you just cannot comprehend i i i would venture to say that they are wrong
1: oh they are 110,000% wrong cuz i know without a shadow of a doubt 110,000% that when the holy spirit of God spoke to me that day, like I just explained a minute ago, I knew without a shadow of a doubt, that was God speaking to me. And I never had that happen before. And I haven't had it happen since, but I knew 100% that was God speaking to me. I don't care. Someone can hold a gun to my head or a knife to my throat. And I would say, yes, 100%, that was God speaking to me. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you say. God speaks to you today, just like he did 2000 plus years ago, and he will continue to do it. Forever and ever, I don't care what anybody says, and you can't make me think otherwise.
0: Yeah, I I am in the same boat with you because, uh, just because of what we've experienced, and it's to to say that he only speaks to us, that God only speaks to us, and that the Holy Spirit only speaks to us uh, through His Word is it, it, it limits it completely limits God's power, and His power is limitless. There is yeah, no you can't limits when g- it comes to g- his power. So, no, you cannot. Yes, he does speak to us. I will agree with that. He does speak to us through his word, and we do weigh everything on his word, okay? But I think there are still instances where he does speak to us.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And when you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you will know, yeah, beyond a shadow of a doubt. All right, so <laughs> we we went on a rant there, didn't we, Marshall?
1: <laughs> hey, it was a good rant, and it's worth it, and it needs to be said because you know you got people spreading false junk out there. Uh, I'm gonna call it what it is because that's true. I mean, you can't put God in a box. You can't. I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen.
0: No. Bottom line. <laughs> All right, so uh, so here we go. Verse fourteen. It's, it's a, it says at, and at another time. So we're moving, we're moving on after he's, he's been through this. Um, Jesus was casting out a demon and it was controlling a man so as to make him mute. When the demon, uh when the demon had con- uh, gone out, the mute man spoke and the crowds were odd. Okay. Let's stop right there. We recently been over this Jewish exorcists would normally uh have to uh they would want to get the this demon's name to uh get a, have authority over it okay so now they we're dealing with um in the eyes of the in the eyes of the jew the religious leaders an uncontrollable to them demon which is why which is why this story is um is important, okay, or not important? or yes, important, but relevant, okay, because we're we're t- we're dealing with a mute man, so no, none of these uh, exorcists could get this the name of this demon. So anyway, so when Jesus comes along and casts this demon out with uh, just just under his his power, because because we all know by now that Jesus has authority. Over everything, right? And now they're going to say, "Amen." The, these Pharisees, let me see, let me get that right. Uh, yeah, these Pharisees are are going to um, probably probably do the most heinous thing and say that he's driving them out. He's driving these demons out by the power of Beelzebul, Beel, Beelzebub, which is uh, Satan, is what it, it kind of says in quotations in my translation. The ruler of demons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which we mm-hmm. talked earlier about this, Marshall. Just a little side note on that: um, that Beelzebub and uh, the the meaning of that name uh, is Lord of the Flies. Which I thought when I came across that reading this, I was like, "Oh no way!" I was like, "What is that?" Which kind of spurred us off on down a rabbit hole of of what. Um, <laughs> the actual book when when we were kids, Lord of the Flies was about, and it does have some sort of meaning. I, I didn't, we didn't really get into it whether the author of that book was going, uh, in a good or a bad way with that. But it's just like, you know what? I really could stand not to have, you know, I, I really would not nowadays knowing what I know now, what that means. There's just a title of that. I don't want that in my house, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. One hundred percent.
0: So here they are attributing, of course, doing the most heinous thing is attrib- a- a- attributing Jesus with evil, and it's just like you you talk about you talk about a road you don't want to go down, and and it's this right here. Oh yeah. So verse sixteen, others trying to test him were demanding him to uh, a sign from heaven. Was this not good enough? He cast out a demon that you guys obviously couldn't do. And, uh, and you've been following him around for this long now, and now you're going to request that he, he does more miracles just so that you can believe what, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, should I, should I move on or do you got something to add there?
1: No, I, no, I just, I think it's funny because it's true. Yeah. You know, people are always testing God. Uh, t- they were always testing Jesus when he was out, uh, when he was teaching and he was, <laughs> I mean, constantly. Uh, the the demon or the Satan was 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 constantly doing that, trying to get him to do things. And and uh, yeah, yeah, that's crazy.
0: And, and of course, you know, Jesus, knowing well aware of their thoughts and purpose, said to them, he says, every kingdom divided against itself is doomed to destruction and a house divided against itself falls. So what he's doing here is he's saying, you guys are saying that I'm I'm working with Satan. To uh, why would you know why would Satan do this? What, he, he he's working against himself if this is if this is the case, okay? Which it's not. Let me yeah. just put mm-hmm. that disclaimer out there. It that it's not. But if it was, then it makes no sense for him to uh to do this. Nope.
1: Sorry if I'm a popping a crack in this wooden chair. Just <laughs> squeaky
0: as I get out. It's not very comfortable. Um, let's see here. So uh, some of the notes here that I have, um, the, the point was that Satan would not work against himself, and his accusers had to answer how Satan benefited from the work that Jesus had just done. So what he's doing with this statement that he made, um, that every kingdom divided against itself is doomed to destruction and a house divided against itself falls, what he's doing there is he's saying, well, tell me, if this is true, how how does he stand to benefit from this? Mm-hmm. And of course they couldn't. Nah. And so he goes on to say, now if I drive out demons by Beelzebub or Beelzebul, Beelzebul. Sorry, I've been saying it wrong the whole time. Beelzebul, whatever. Anyway, Beelzebub. Not important. i I'm thinking am stinking low lives. <laughs> I don't even like saying I don't even like saying the name.
1: You (laughs) Beelzebubbs.
2: You skull on my feet.
0: (laughs) So So he says, and if I cast out demons by uh, Beelzebul or Beelzebub, whatever, by whom do your sons cast them out? So what he's doing is he's he's recognizing the fact that these Jewish leaders had – they they were had exorcists as well. And he's like, are you guys accusing them of, of doing evil too? Or is it, you know, he's pretty much saying, are you, are you just doing this to get a rise out of me? Or, uh, I mean, you guys, you guys have exorcists too. Yeah. So he goes on to say here, he gives another, um, but if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has already come upon you. Okay? He's saying, hey, guys, I'm not under Satan. I'm, I'm proving, I'm proving that I'm stronger than he is. I'm over him. Yep.
1: I like that. I had that verse written down. I was like, oh, that's good. God is stronger than Satan. What you gonna do about it? Come on. Come at me, bro. Come on.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. God flexing yeah, his muscles. pretty much pointing mm. out the fact that, hey, you got to feel bad for it's like you got to feel bad for uh for Jesus cuz it's like he's like how many times do i have to do i have to he he tell these people this you know it's we got to oh many <laughs> uh that's why we love Jesus so much is because he's so he was so patient yeah i need some more of that right okay so what Jesus is going to do now he's going to tell us he, he's going to use this parable again And now, when the strong man, being the devil, fully armed, uh, guards his own house, uh, his belongings are undisturbed and secure. But when someone stronger, Jesus, then he attacks and overpowers him. He robs him of all his armor on which he had relied and divides his goods as uh, divides his spoil. Divides his goods as spoil. However, that is anyway. You can see this. He's using this, the strong man being the devil and Jesus being stronger. Okay.
1: Hang on just a minute. Okay. All right, I'm back. Sorry, there's some some weird people in my neighborhood. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can hear okay, people yelling, right. screaming outside, so I'm just distracted
0: me. Oh. All right. So we're, we're going through this. uh, I was looking up, uh, where did we stop here? And okay. So when someone stronger, then he attacks and overpowers him, robs him of his armor on which he has relied and divides his goods as spoil. Mm -hmm. So what he's saying here is, yeah. Okay. The devil may have temporary uh, victory, but he's not going to be, he's never going to be able to keep or enjoy his, his battle spoils his, his victory spoils because Jesus victory over the devil is, is complete. Mm -hmm. So that's what we can have. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. We can be glad that Jesus has victory over all that.
1: Yeah. He will bind Satan and dispose of him for eternity. That's to come in revelation 22. Bum, bum, bum.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So he goes on to say, he who is not with me, believing me, believing in me as Lord and Savior, is against me. There's no impartial position, and he who does not gather with me, assisting in my ministry, scatters. If you're not with them, you're against them. There is no there is no in between. Nope. So each person now, then, and in the future is confronted with a decision. Who are you going to partner with? You're going to partner with Jesus? You're going to have, uh, enjoy eternal life and victory over the evil, over the sin? Or you're going to be against them? You're going to work against Jesus? It's as simple mm-hmm. as that. Come on now. <laughs> so when the unclean spirit comes out of a person... When an unclean spirit comes out of a person, it roams through waterless places in search of a place to rest. Not finding any, it says, "I will go back to my house, which is person, from which I came." Yep. Be- better change your ways if you're going to make that decision. You make it and stay that way, or else you open up the door for that for that sin, that sin life. We're not we're not necessarily talking literal. Uh, um you know, like a demon's coming into you, but we kind of, we kind of are at the same time. It's if you, um, so you're, you're delivered. You've don't turn back or else you can fall right back into that sin.
1: Yeah. I got an explanation here for eleven twenty four 24 through 26, which is what Aaron's talking about. It says Jesus was illustrating an unfortunate human tendency. Our desire to reform often does not last long. In Israel's history, almost as soon as a good King would pull down idols a bad king would set them up again. It sounds like what we're going through right now with our government. It is not <clears throat> enough to be emptied of evil. Mm-hmm. We must then be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit to accomplish God's new purpose in our lives.
0: Yeah. So if we if if we put that old man to death, if we uh, turn to Jesus and we don't fill our lives constantly, each and every day with Jesus, then you open up the door of, uh, of slipping back into that old life of yours. Not saying that you can't be redeemed you know again and again, which we all are. Yeah, but um that should be our main focus is to fill our lives with Jesus and his yeah,
1: teachings. 100%. I can I can vouch, I can I'll be honest, I'll be upfront and honest, and I'll say that me myself, um when I I I I got struggles. I struggle with pornography, I struggle with uh uh Cursing sometimes my 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 temper, and when I'm not in God's Word and I'm not staying focused on God and holding and clinging close to Him, sure enough, that's when those temptations and those hardships start to come back in my life. You're opening that door for Satan to creep back in, and all he needs is just a little tiny crack. He doesn't need a big open gap. He needs a crack. That's all it takes. That's why it's so important for us to stay close. To God. And I'm preaching to myself right now. So what Aaron is saying and what the Bible is saying here, what yeah. Jesus is saying is very true.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm And we can have confidence in the fact that we serve a loving God, a, a loving and merciful God that wants us to be with him for all eternity. So it, it, you can't sin your way out of it. We've talked about this before. It, it's just, you have to be intentional. You have to be intentional in your walk and we said this recently again that it's not an easy walk no because of <laughs> because of the world that we live in it's it's sure as heck not easy.
1: Oh no, it's very hard and and the world the world is against everything God is for and it, it's gonna do everything and Satan is the king of this world and he's gonna do everything he can to distract us from what God wants us to do. And keep in mind, the closer you draw to God, the more Satan's going to attack you because that's the last thing he wants is you to be getting closer to God and serving God and all that kind of stuff. So just keep that in mind.
0: Yeah. And then it says, it it says verse 26 kind of goes along those lines. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself. And they go in and uh, into the person and live there. And the last state of that person becomes worse than the first. It's a, it's a cascade effect is you know one thing leads to another one sin leads to another and then all of a sudden you you, you could almost get to a point where it's like you're just too far gone and you don't want to get to that point
1: yeah it's like a so, it's, it's, it's like a mudslide as that mud comes down from the top of the mountain it starts off real small picking up little bits of pieces of debris but by the time it gets to the bottom of that mountain it has picked up so much debris so much sin so much junk that It's just, it's, it seems like it's impossible to pick yourself back up and, and, and keep going. It's not, but it sure is a lot harder.
0: Yeah. So Jesus is obviously talking about this in front of a crowd. And, uh, and then imagine this at a, uh, oh, oh, just take this as like a, a speaking event of some sort. And then you got that, you got that, uh, person in the back, which is what we're getting into in verse 27. It's like, woo, yeah, Jesus. Jesus, preach it! Preach it! <laughs> it she goes in say, <laughs> and uh, she said, now while Jesus was saying these things here, this woman in the crowd raised her voice. It's exactly what it's like. It's, here's this gal in the back that's uh, that's just cheering them on. It's like, yeah! Yeah, Jesus, preach it! And she's like, Bless. she was so touched by what Jesus was saying. She says, blessed and happy, favored by God is the womb that gave birth to you and the breasts at which you were nursed. She what he was saying had had so much power to it that she just got so overwhelmed was blessing everything mhm and then he says to end this to end this little section out he says but he said on the contrary blessed which is happy and favored by god are those who hear the word of god and continually observe it that's our charge right there mhm it is dun,
1: dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Oh man, what do we do here? Are we, Boy, we, are we continue getting deep. on or we save this for next week. We are getting deep. Uh, we got, we got, you know what? I,
1: I, I think we should save it for next week. What do you say? Because it gets really good. Like it, I don't know. It gets,
0: let's leave it. Yeah.
1: Jesus has some dry. Mo- Sorry. Jesus has some mic drop moments coming up.
0: <laughs> I I, yeah, I love what's coming up. Let's, I do too. And I want to kind of end this, uh, this, this, week's episode on a, on a high note and, and how, how much higher of a note do you need for then ending where a, a gal yelling from the back row, uh, that she's excited. She's excited for Jesus and blessed are those who obey the gospel.
1: Amen. Can't beat that.
0: Right. And then, and then we have some, we get into some, uh, the rest of that chapter is really good. And of course, everything in the Bible is good, but, uh, there's, there's definitely stuff I, I had, I actually stopped and underlined a bunch of stuff and I'm, I'm kind of anxious to get into, uh, chapter 12 Marshall, Cause, uh, when I was, when I was reading, uh, this morning, I was kind of going back over it. Um, I noticed in chapter 12, I've got a lot of stuff highlighted. So obviously these next couple few chapters are going to be, um, they may take us a second.
1: Hey, nothing wrong with that. This, these past right. what 11 chapters have taken so, us. How long now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So, what does it matter anyway?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> hey,
0: you guys are all along for a ride, right? So here we are. Yeah. Uh, we told you that there's going to be times that we can't get all the way through this chapter because there's just there's just so much to talk about, and uh, the life of Jesus is exciting, in my opinion.
1: There's too much candy in the candy jar to get through it all. You got to go piece by piece.
0: Yep. Yep. All right, well, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up.
1: So, guys,
0: thank you for listening to Undaunted Pursuit Podcast. We uh, love that you guys showed up and listened. Tune in next week for the rest of Chapter 11. Um, as always, go follow us on all the social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, show us your support there. Message us, of course. If you need a Bible, message us on social media. Message us on at Undaunted Pursuit. Mail, I'm sorry. Message us. You can email us at mail at uh, Give us a good rating. Give us a review. We need reviews on Apple podcasts. Um, we can't tell you how important that is, especially if you like what you're hearing, write us a review. And that just helps us get noticed even better. Helps us get the, uh, we're spreading the gospel here. Just, it helps us get noticed on there. Leave us a good rating on Spotify uh Let's see here. Yeah, just
1: like I'm us and follow us on all the social media pages. If you're on YouTube, we don't have videos, but we do have the recordings up there. Like, follow us, subscribe us on there as well. Like Aaron said, it's not about ooh how many followers we can get. We don't care about that. I mean, we do from the aspect of we want to spread the gospel, so we want as many people as possible to hear the word of God. That's why we want hundreds and thousands of millions of followers because not to follow us, but to follow Christ. That's what this is all about. This podcast is the undaunted pursuit for Christ. So follow us and listen to God's word.
0: (laughs) Amen to that. Yes. And uh, there was, there was one thing I keep forgetting and I can't remember what it is. You can find it right now. Our website is undauntedpursuit.podbean.com. Shoot. Not for long. Yeah, not for long. I mean, you could you could try and go and search undauntedpursuit.com, but uh, it's still under construction, so it won't really get you there. But either way, because yeah, we added a new store. Uh, um, we'll have some swag. Yeah, we got cool. some cool stuff coming, guys. Uh, cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, get you some of yes, that. Yes, I'm excited.
1: And then when you get it, when you get yes. it, we want to see pictures of you with that stuff on the social media pages. Tag us.
2: Ta-da.
0: I can't think of what the heck else I, we, we need to... Yeah, just go on, follow us, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, and uh, we'll see you guys next time on Dawn of Pursuit Podcast. See you guys. See you later. It's about time you answer that. I was waiting forever. Alright, let me turn this off. Answer Bye. what? Bye, guys. Yeah, exactly. The delay. I'm turning this oh, off. the now. delay. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Bye. Right.
1: Adios. Bye. Bye.
2: Filling up with cancer, your cup is overflowing You've been filling in fears, your smile is deceiving You've been filling it with tears, He gave you these desires And you left them all fulfilled so you would reach for him and find him And discover what is real, but you sit down with the captain On mutiny you cry, gonna sail the ship yourself It's gonna let you try